Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers podcast. We are a collective group of students from both Utah and Makala, and we have come together to discuss a very important topic, that of stereotypes. We will discuss what a stereotype is and how stereotypes develop. Our hope is to spread awareness of the misconceptions and prejudice that may come from stereotypes and instead spread truth. We're your hosts, Fielding Wild and Abir Kaleem. Joining us today to discuss this topic, we have Dr. Ismer Olu, a lecturer in the Department of History at the Utah State University. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So just a little bit of context. We are diving deep into the topic of stereotypes today, and we want to talk about exactly what a stereotype is. Could you perhaps describe what a stereotype is to your knowledge or what a stereotype could look like? Sure. I mean, definitions are always inadequate in the humanities, but a very general description of a stereotype would be to uh, present a very, very oversimplified and simplistic, purposefully simplistic um, elements of a person or a group's identity in order to belittle them, in order to present them as uh, an inferior example of what should be, an example that could stand in contrast to an ideal identity of a group. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I think stereotypes, there's obviously a reason why we decided to talk about this topic. They can be very negative, and these stereotypes can develop not only in our own communities, but stereotypes are just everywhere in the world, not just here in America. And I, I do believe you have some background outside of the United States in the Middle East. Is that correct? That's right. I grew up in Turkey. It used to be called Turkey, but we don't like it anymore. Maybe okay. that's an example of a stereotype. Oh, okay. we, we were interested in just knowing a little bit more about maybe some of the stereotypes you've heard living here in the United States about some people that have lived in, in the Middle East. Or just what, what have you experienced? Yes, so the, the history of the stereotyping of non-Western peoples goes back a long way. I think it especially uh, became a very strong element of Western culture uh, following Atlantic slavery and also industrialization mm-hmm. as Western civilization became the dominant civilization on Earth and began to exert its influence over others. That influence needed to be justified, and part of that is, of course, to, to present those other cultures as being inferior to Western culture. I think those are the origins of many of the stereotypes that we might see today as well. Uh, the stereotypes of Islamic peoples, people of the Middle East, we see having really become a very, very strong element of European culture, civilization, in the 1800s, as European empires began to interact more with the Ottoman Empire in the Middle East and in the Balkan domains of the, of the Ottomans, a presentation of these peoples as inferior became an increased element of the arts and paintings, etc. This is studied in an area called Orientalism, for example, in the United States. So that's a bit of a historical side note there. What specific stereotypes have I come across? They resonate with Uh, what I would recognize as elements of Orientalism, portrayal of Islamic peoples, Middle Eastern peoples, as being prone to violence, backwards, more primitive, um, not exhibiting what would be ideal characteristics of a civilized European, for example, a Christian civilized European person. That would be 
along the lines of the stereotypes that I have come across. It's clear if you look at action movies in the 1980s, 1990s, for example, long before uh, September 11th, the portrayal of Islamic characters are often as terrorists, for instance, not as a rational individual communicating as a normal civilized human being as I'm doing now, but simply as a terrorist prone to violence against innocent, unarmed victims, and those uh, suggestions, of course, have some elements of truth, unfortunately. There are radical elements within Islamic societies that do resort to violence to get their political as well as their religious goals. Uh, but that is such a small portion of Islamic populations, it is a very unfair portrayal to suggest this is a common element of Islamic society. Mm. That's one thing about stereotypes, I think, that is very, very dangerous. It uh, portrays a wider society civilization as something that it is not. This might not seem harmful in the 1980s in those action flicks of Chuck Norris, etc. <laughs> it was no big deal to shoot a lot of Muslim terrorists. They're the bad guys in the movie. We're entertained. Ha ha. However, there are very real consequences to that when the times change, during times of crisis, or when the United States is actually under attack from those few Islamic terrorists that do not represent the wider uh, Islamic civilization, then the entirety of Islamic civilization is suddenly implicated in the violence, as having promoted that violence against the United States. And that's quite unfair and dangerous. And in short, stereotypes might seem harmless, but during times of crisis, they can be extraordinarily harmful as they can legitimize unwarranted violence against innocent people. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, what I got from what you were saying is that a lot of what we do, how stereotypes are developed, comes from overgeneralized statements that come from truth, maybe. Uh, maybe we, we know of a certain event that happened and, and all of a sudden we make an overgeneralized statement saying, well, because this has happened in the past, all Islamic people, all people that live in, in the Middle East are this certain type of way, which I do believe is very dangerous and I think you stated was unfair to say that. What, what stereotype did I come across? When the Oklahoma bombing took place mm. in the mid-90s, I walked into a room with friends who were watching the events as they unfolded on TV and the first thing they said, said to me was, turned around and said, where were you at 2 p.m.? Which was hilarious. I mean, we all laughed. And, of course, I got teased for weeks after that. Right, right. But um, <laughs> that is the kind of thing that seems harmless. Yeah. But later on, it might not be so right. funny when, it, when there's actually a crisis involving uh, Muslims. Anyways. Oh, well, no, you're totally right. It's true. And I think um, things that start out as jokes that are funny in the moment... Um, can definitely not become, are not funny. So we need to be careful about the things that we joke about, right? That Especially that deal with other cultures and different ethnicities and, and races and everything. Because perhaps the person that is making that joke, they're, they're saying it as a joke initially, but the more they joke about it, perhaps the more they believe it. I think that's another way that is dangerous when thinking about stereotypes. Thank you so much. Did you experience that a lot throughout your life or were it just like certain moments that you had? No, I've experienced this quite a bit whenever I um, did interact with um, people from Europe. I did live in Europe for um, 
four, in excess of four years in various places. And there was always the sense that these foreigners coming from the East, they are, you know, not only are they different, there is something inferior and dangerous about them. Perhaps they're refusing to be assimilated, or perhaps they're so inferior that they cannot be assimilated. In either case, they are the other, and we should be cautious, careful about them. Mm -hmm. There's always that sense. And I do think that kind of scares people when they when they come across a, a people or, or, or just another person that is different from them and that they don't know a lot about. That can actually cause some fear of like, well, you know, I don't even know who you are, what your background is. And then some prejudice and some some stereotypes may appear in consequence to that. So awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Another thing we were thinking about is just, obviously there are stereotypes we hear here in the United States um, about those that live in the Middle East, but perhaps there are also stereotypes that are being made about us Americans, not specifically, you know, just in the Middle East, but around the world. Have you, given that you've also lived in the United States for quite some time, have you seen any stereotypes about us Americans that perhaps are being uh, seen or, or, or talked about in other cultures and communities? Of course. The, as an American who goes overseas quite a lot, I do see um, you know, stereotypes of Americans, specifically of being ignorant, undereducated, prone to violence, overconfident. That is the big one, I think, mm -hmm. overconfident, mm -hmm. um, as well as exploitative Mm. of others, somebody who is hypocritical and should not be trusted. Those are the most common stereotypes. And that really affects the way in which people, for example, receive me, I think, in the Middle East mm. when they find out that I am an American. Mm. You know, there's a very, there's change in the way they interact with me. Perhaps I'm not as trustworthy. Mm. I get a double whammy, it occurs to me, in both ways. I think what you said is, is completely true about um, what other people think about Americans. And, and it's just interesting. Obviously, I've not lived outside of the United States. My whole life I've lived here in the United States. And I think I've, I've traveled outside of the country twice. And so I haven't really seen a lot of the, or heard a lot of the stereotypes about us. But it makes sense, some of the stereotypes I've heard uh, that, that you stated about us being overconfident or perhaps just prideful. And it's because we, ha we are living in a, a society that is more well-off than some of these other countries, although we do have a lot of issues in America and it's not perfect. We do have uh, a higher economic situation than other countries and perhaps that is just overall seen as uh, maybe all Americans, they're just stuck up and they don't really work hard for the things that they earn. It just comes to them, and which is not necessarily true to every, for every single American. It's, That's right. We know that a lot of Americans are actually suffering and don't have a lot of money and work really hard, but then mm -hmm. they don't actually get what they deserve. Agreed. There you go. There's There are some very stark contrasts in how people view us from the outside versus the reality inside. Just moving on, I, I think we, we've also have been wondering about the educational system and, and just how education may help certain stereotypes develop. And maybe this is unfair to say, but we're, we're wondering if, if you've seen, as, a, as an educator, Anything in the educational system that might be promoting stereotypes that are not true about other cultures, and it may just depend on the teacher, obviously, because everyone is free to, to speak their own thoughts and speak their mind. 
Uh, but anything about the curriculum that you've come across or your experience in the educational system that may be that way? I, I can't point to specific things. What comes to mind, very general, is that in the education system in the United States, especially there is, uh, as is the case in all other nations, there's a focus, of course, in the realm of history, to give a specific example, uh, focus on American history, educating individuals, American citizens, uh, and the purpose of that is, of course, to create a productive, proud, ideal American citizen through education, um, specifically focusing on an standardized American history, an acceptable American history. However, in this global world that we live in, it's really unacceptable to not cover the histories of other peoples or how other peoples might view history. Um, and there isn't enough elements of, say, world history in our education system prior to the university level. No, I, I love what you said. I've, I've, I find it kind of funny because I'm, I'm obviously in your class right now in world history. And there have been moments where I'm just like, I've never heard about this. Like, this has not been covered in my, you know, in my high school classes about world history. I, I took a couple world history classes. And perhaps in some certain circumstances, information about other cultures and other countries and everything are just simply not covered in some courses uh, in high school um, and in other educational systems. And perhaps that is causing some stereotypes of just lack of knowledge. You know, I, I don't know anything about these people. So whatever I hear on the street, see on Facebook and Instagram, social media, I just believe in an instant because I'm not actually getting the true facts in class. Um, Excellent point. Yes. And this is not a unique American problem. All education systems around the world, Turkish history by necessity does not cover the American perspective. Russian history is very different, paints a very different picture of Western civilization than, say, our Western civ courses do mm. in the United States, right. so on and so forth, the Chinese perspective, etc. So there's a huge gap in every national history, which is emphasized in the education of young people, which I think creates gaps in their understanding, both of the world and other people that they necessarily interact with in this mm. global environment. Totally agree. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us today and, and talking about this important topic of stereotypes. I think just our conversation about stereotypes in general and some of the specific stereotypes we hear about our different cultures has been super enlightening, and especially for me, um, as I, I am a college student and I do hear things all the time about other <laughs> cultures. And, and sometimes I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm just not sure if that is true. And it's unfortunate because I would like to, I'd like to know some of the unfortunate things I'm hearing about other cultures, whether they're true or not, because I wouldn't want to judge them in a wrong way. And I think the biggest thing that we can take away from this is, is just that uh, we really do need to view every single one of us as equals. And it's a natural thing to have misconceptions of other people or prejudice, but we need to do our absolute best to overcome those and just try and be better overall people which is hard to ask a big group of people to do, but I think we can make a true impact just with the little things that we do. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for allowing me to answer your questions and voice my ideas here. Also, we have the honor to meet Dr. Walid Kalim. He's assistant professor of clinical oncology at Faculty of Medicine in Hadramaut University in Yemen. Uh, thank you, Abir, for having me today. 
to to share with you some of my experience about the stereotype about the life and the future dr walid we would like to ask you a few questions about our topic today which is stereotype so as someone from the middle east I wonder what are some stereotypes of Americans that come from those in the Middle East? Like, uh, what are some specific stereotypes that are focused on those who live in the United States? So, what do you think about that? Okay. Some of the stereotypes of the American people is that their lack of the knowledge about the other people's culture and history and geography. And they don't try hard to know all about the people, people's culture and uh, traditions, and they believe that they know every. They, they believe that they are the best uh, in this entire world, and uh, and they're not trying to to improve themselves and to do whatever they want. Awesome. So, do you really believe? that kind of stereotypes about the United States, uh, the lack of knowledge and uh, those kind of stereotypes. So is it really true? Uh, I don't think so. It's true. Uh, I don't believe that they don't understand everything, but these people, they don't try hard to understand others people's thinking, others people's life, others people's traditions, others people's cultures and they they think that uh, they are the only people in the world and in this universe and no other thing no other people that they are living and sharing lives with them yeah i understand your point we take the stereotypes of knowledge and other stereotypes and base it on everyone even if it's not true or representing the minority of the american society so, based on that, this is the problem of the negative stereotypes. So, perhaps we should look at this on more micro level. What about the educators? Children encounter when first being exposed to any kind of stereotype. I wonder if they should be held responsible for allowing stereotypes to persist. What do you think about that? Well. I think the persistence of such a stereotype by people plays a role in spreading such uh, stereotypes, especially those if they are influenced by the tradition and circumstances and the way of the people living in the community, they try to spread such stereotypes. Of course, children will be affected by one way or another. It may affect their life in the future. This is really interesting. As you said, we are all held responsible for spreading negative or positive stereotypes, not only children or students. So, Dr. Walid, have you ever been stereotyped from other people in other countries before? Yes, that's a very good question, by the way. Uh, many people, especially the West and the foreigners, they have a very wrong or a mistaken uh, stereotype or a mistaken picture about the people who live in the other side of the world, such as uh, Arabs in general and uh, Muslims in specific. Uh, 
because of this growing Islamophobia about uh, about their lives, about their way of thinking, about the way that they treat the, pe the other people, they think that uh, the Arabs or the Muslims, uh, they have narrow-minded and they don't like open discussion, they don't uh, like democracy, they don't uh, uh, prefer living in a very good life and uh, to have a prosperous uh, life. At the same time, they think that we are uh, close to our community and don't like the others, which is a very, very bad picture about us. We share a lot of things together as a human beings. We love each other as a human being. And we have our ideas, we have our uh, ideology, and we have our uh, traditions. At the same time, as we respect the others, they, the others should respect us as well. Have you faced any difficulties in communicating with other people from other countries, foreign countries specifically? Like, were they confused by your name or your accent, maybe your culture? Well, um, yes, um, as many people coming from outside the Western uh, communities, they, 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 they face uh, some of the problems regarding their language, regarding their accent, regarding their culture, their traditions, their religion. Uh, for me personally, I didn't face uh, linguistic uh, problems because uh, I already can speak uh, at least the clear, obvious English. At the same time, they can understand me. What the conflict is, is how I, I manage my time and uh, especially um, because I came from an, Arab's wo an Arab world and I'm a Muslim, they got a little bit astonished about the time I have to leave them at certain time of the day for prayer. And uh, they asked me why and how. And then I tried to explain very simply because this is part of my religion, for example, as well as during, for example, the fasting month, which is called Ramadan, the people actually got um, a little bit uh, weird about how come you can starve yourself or actually you prevent yourself from eating from drinking and uh, when i'm trying to explain to them that this is part of my religion this is a part of worship then so the people started to understand my concept my tradition and trying to respect me and some of them, they started actually reading about my culture and my religion, which has helped me a lot. Thank you so much for having this discussion with us today. Lastly, we were honking about one last point, and we would like to hear your bent of view. Uh, how would you say that the students of today affect the possible stereotypes that may be created in the future, or that may exist in the mind of students of tomorrow. The stereotypes nowadays have changed have changed a lot, especially with the uh, revolution of the internet and revolution of the social media, which make uh, the skies very open to everybody, to everyone can enter, can express in them, can express himself, herself, in different ways, either through uh, uh, media through uh, recording films recording things and that and, and so on 
each each of these people from from one corner or another of in the in this earth uh, can um, can reflect their experience and the daily life and the the challenges they are facing and how deep they are concerned to change these uh, challenges and how they can be changed and adopt with different lifestyle and um, I could add that uh, continuous education and knowledge uh, will provide uh, a wide range of knowing the other people how they think how they manage their life and um, we as a students or we as a, as a coming generation or as young people or youth can share a lot of things together we have uh, common things in humanity we have common things in sharing concern about the earth about the uh, the green forest and so on so these are some of the examples that can affect and reflect itself in the future uh, thank you to uh, thank you Abir for having me today and uh, at the end of this interview I'd like to stress that we should share hope we should share love we should share um, good cultures and we should share um, so, uh, humanity and uh, in order to serve the people in order to help the people and um, we stress also in having continuous education and knowledge for everything well thank you so much dr ismarolu we'd also like to thank professor kalim we're very grateful for both of your participation in our podcast today and your wonderful insights that you both have shared as we've talked about this very important topic of stereotypes. We'd also like to thank all the students in Mukala for their help in, in making this podcast as well as the students here in America. Lastly, we'd like to thank all of the listeners out there. We hope that this podcast has helped you as you've educated yourselves on the dangers of stereotypes. And yeah, we thank you so much and we will see you next time.